0: Coming up, the Nationals rally late to beat the Brewers. This is Locked On, Game to Game, MLB.
1: Every game, every team, every angle.
2: Locked On, Game to Game, your team every day.
0: Welcome and you're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts join us and we recap all the action for you from yesterday across Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. We thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Phillies beat the Marlins yesterday by taking a lead in the late innings in Miami. Locked On Phillies recaps that late win in Florida.
3: The Philadelphia Phillies take down the Miami Marlins four to two, and that is more like it. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies, solid win to start out the series in Miami. It wasn't the cleanest start at the beginning by Tywin Walker, but he did what he's been doing all year. He gave up a two-run home run early, but battled through it and had a great start for the Phillies. The bullpen was lights out. Craig Kimbrel gets another save. Alec Bohm is becoming one of more of the one of the more clutch hitters in baseball. I mean, great work by him. Honestly, could the Phillies have won this game by more? Sure. But they get the win, and Rob Thompson makes a couple important defensive replacements in the ninth inning to put the Phillies in position to win. This is how you bounce back from a really rough way to end the series in Pittsburgh. I love what the Philadelphia Phillies did tonight. I love the way they started this. And with three more games still down in Miami, an opportunity to continue to stack wins against a team you should be able to handle. We'll talk more on the next episode of Locked on Phillies.
0: The Rays' Tyler Glasnow held the Yankees to just one run and three hits, getting the Rays an easy win in New York on Monday night. Our Lockdown hosts have more on the matchup.
2: This is Stacey Gotsoulias of On Yankees, and the Yankees drop a game to the Rays 5-1. Johnny Brito lasted four innings, gave up five runs on six hits, four home runs, four strikeouts. But in a weird turn of events, Johnny Brito, who started in the place of Domingo Herman, because Domingo Herman had soreness in his armpit, was relieved by Domingo Herman. Apparently, <laughs> Domingo Herman saw the team doctor who cleared him before the game, and he was deemed available out of the bullpen, but no one seemed to tell anyone that. So when he was warming in the bullpen, everyone, meaning the fans and beat writers, were completely confused by this development. It's just another thing in a long line of strange... Happenings with the 2023 Yankees. So, we talk about that, we talk about the game, and we talk about the trade deadline, which is a big fat zero right now for the Yankees. So, tune into Locked On Yankees. We'll talk about everything and try to figure out what is going on.
0: After falling behind to the Brewers in the top half of the seventh inning, the Nationals scored three runs in the bottom half to take the lead for good against Milwaukee. Our Locked On Nationals host has more from the final in D.C.
4: Hey everybody, Chuck Freeman here at the Lockdown Brewers anchor desk, where the Brewers five-three losers to the Washington Nationals. Uh, the story broke before the game that they went out and got Marcana from the Mets. This has been a deal that's been rumored for the last few days or so. Uh, the Brewers get a guy who's they're not sure where he's going to play: right field, some left field, maybe some first base. He's a, he's a guy that can move all around, good utility guy, but he's sitting in the 240s, six home runs. I don't know. I don't look at this guy as a real impact player. I hope there's still more out there for the Brewers. We'll talk about that coming up on Lockdown Brewers. And I get it. You don't want to trade Sal Frelick and bullpen slippage for the Brewers in a 5-3 loss to Washington. All that coming up here on the next edition of Lockdown Brewers.
5: The Nationals beat the
6: Brewers five to three just after they trade away third baseman Jamer Candelario. Ryan Clary from Locked On Nationals here, and honestly, besides the fact that we did trade away Jamer today, it was a pretty good, damn good game. Jamer Candelario has been one of our best offensive players this year, but the Nationals—they got Joey Meneses. He came in tonight, looked really good. Obviously, having that home run there, also a double that scored for three. RBIs in total for tonight's game. Jake Irvin, he even looked pretty good tonight, in my opinion. This bullpen came in. They did their best to blow it, you could say, with Jose Ferrer giving up a run. But even then, the Nationals held on to win there. Tomorrow's show, we'll have all of the discussion about j Candelario and much, much more.
0: Ryan Mountcastle drove in three runs, and the Orioles beat the Blue Jays in the process. Our Locked On hosts have more after things went final.
4: There's no other way to put it. The Orioles have dominated the Blue Jays here in 2023. Now 6-1 and one against the Jays after a 42 win over Toronto on Monday night. Connor Newcomb here, host of Locked on Orioles. The O's did it big time. And who else? I mean, who else would be the one to beat the Jays than Ryan Mountcastle. Couple of doubles, three RBIs, drives in three of the four runs for the O's. Kyle Gibson was stellar once again with six strong innings. And then the bullpen made you sweat it out. Cano was bad, Coulomb was okay. Felix Bautista had to throw 35 pitches to get a five-out save, but he got a lot of help from Austin Hayes, and what a catch that was by Hayes in the ninth to really save the game at that point, and the Orioles get another divisional win. They stay in first place, and the good vibes continue. I'll recap it all coming up on Tuesday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast.
7: Hello, friends. Craig Ballard, Locked On Blue Jays. Was tonight's loss the lowest point of the season for the 2023 Toronto Blue Jays? I mean, Garfield was right. Monday's reek. So much of the usual pain associated with being a Blue Jay fan reared. it's ugly head again tonight the usual pain from a pathetic offense 0 for 10 with runners in scoring position the usual pain from pathetic umpiring and of course there'll be no repercussions right i mean robo umps yesterday please and the usual pain from losing to an a east foe there was even new pain tonight as now we're worried about jay jackson and his family there was new pain tonight as we're worried about Bo. that injury looked horrible my goodness a few positives I can offer, as you know, the Locked On Blue Jay podcast is the only daily Blue Jay podcast, so I'll have something entertaining for you tomorrow. And speaking of edutaining, I am thrilled to tell you that Tim McAuliffe will be in the house later this week.
0: The Angels used the home run ball on Monday to beat the best record in baseball in the Atlanta Braves. Locked On Angels goes over how they got it done postgame.
6: I see your best team in baseball, Braves, and I raise you one team doing everything they can to get into the postseason Angels. What's going on, everybody? It's John Frisch. One half of Locked On Angels. The Halos took this one in Atlanta against the Braves. Four to one on the back of an incredible start from Chase Silseth. He went five innings pitch, one earned run on a solo shot to Matt Olson. Of course, it was Matt Olson, still haunting us from his Oakland days. But hey, look, the Angels have had a serious issue hitting with runners in scoring position. And they added pieces last week and they've continued to add through the weekend. They pushed all their chips in, Fortunately, they hit a bunch of home runs from Ren Hifo and Chad Wallach. Uh, Randall Grichuk got his first home run as an angel. Only took 14 years. CJ Crone did hit with runners in scoring position to make it 4-1. And then Reynaldo Lopez, another new addition to the bullpen, shut it down with a five-out close to the game. We'll talk about this one on Locked on Angels. Please join us.
0: Coming up, the Astros offense comes to life late. This is Locked on Game to Game, MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Game Time. If you're like me and you like to go last minute to concerts, shows, or games, it shouldn't be so hard. It shouldn't be expensive. That's where Game Time comes in. They have the Game Time guarantee. That means that if you find tickets in the same section and the same row for less, Game Time is going to credit you 110% of the difference. That makes it so easy for you to use. So just download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On MLB. You will get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just create an account. Redeem code LOCKED ON MLB for $20 off. You can download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. The Reds held off a late rally from the Cubs and they beat Chicago. Locked On Reds looks over that win.
8: Cubs lose a heartbreaker to the Reds at Wrigley Field 6-5 July 31st, just about an hour and a half after they acquired J. mayor Candelario from the Nationals. Marcus Stroman, um, who had a lot to say earlier in the season about a potential extension, has been the Cubs' worst starting pitcher here for about a month plus, and that continued on Monday night. Um... I think he will figure it out, but he gave up six earned earned runs in three innings. The Cubs fought back to get it to 6-5. They just couldn't get over the hump. Uh, They had a great opportunity in the eighth inning where Christopher Burrell, off the bat, looked like he tied the game. The ball just went off the uh, glove of T.J. Friedel and uh, the Cubs couldn't capitalize there in the eighth inning to tie the game and then Diaz came in and shut the door relatively easily and the Reds hung on 6-5. Tough loss, Uh, encouraging day with the trade, gotta move on. Justin Steele on the bump Tuesday gotta get this game back.
0: The Astros had not scored by the start of the sixth inning yesterday but then they drove in seven runs in the late innings to beat the Guardians. Our Locked On hosts take you through the final.
1: It was not much of a lead didn't last very long, but the Guardians did have feints of hope against the Astros as they opened their three game set in Houston. Guardians ultimately lose 7 2 on Monday. I'm Justin Latakos, so locked on Guardians. Noah Syndergaard kind of tipped and towed and allowed a lot of hard contact, but none of it really did too much damage. Unfortunately, the Guardians only scraped across two runs before Noah Syndergaard was hit with a line drive in the calf. He had to come out of his first Guardians start. I think he kind of got away with a lot of uh, pitches in the middle of the zone that just found the deepest part to the ballpark against a good Astros lineup, and then the bullpen crumbled big time. Uh, I don't think it was in the Guardians' plans in spring training for Daniel Norris and Michael Kelly to be uh, throwing these innings. They certainly weren't good. Luckily, we're not going to make you relive that on Lockdown Guardians on Tuesday. It's a full trade analysis episode of the Aaron Savalle-Kyle Manzardo swap, so you can enjoy that, and Guardians are back in action uh, on Tuesday, and you can listen to Lockdown Guardians Wednesday for more of that.
0: Both the Mariners and the Red Sox hope to rise above a crowded pack of teams that are fighting for those AL wildcard spots right now. Their series to start this week has plenty at stake. Our Locked On hosts check in on that matchup in Seattle.
1: Hi, Gabby here from Locked On Red Sox. What is going on with the Red Sox offense This entire West Coast trip so far, the offense has been pretty much non-existent. Nick Pavetta looked awesome tonight, pitched into the eighth inning, gave up two runs on two solo shots to Cal Raleigh. The Mariners' offense could not do anything other than that, and the Red Sox' offense couldn't figure it out. And it's just really, really maddening the way that that game went for Nick Pavetta as the offense was held to only one run in the entire game, even though in multiple innings, they had the leadoff hitter on base and they still could not score. So it's getting very frustrating because they're going back to their inconsistent ways. And with the trade deadline being in about 17 hours, it's really, really not reassuring the way they're playing right now. So we'll see, but hopefully they figure it out.
0: Division rivals and now fellow wildcard competitors, the Giants and Diamondbacks, met on Monday to start a four-game series, are locked on local experts tell you the outcome from Game 1.
5: The D-backs get back on track with the 11th inning victory over the San Francisco Giants. Miller Thomas of locked on Dimebacks here. The D-backs offense once again didn't explode in game 1 against the Giants, but they did have timely hits because they only had 5 hits total, but four of them came with runners in scoring position and none of them were bigger than the two we saw in extra innings to give the D-backs the lead. D-backs end up winning this game 4 to 3 in the 11th inning. Ryan nelson was absolutely fantastic pitch into the seventh inning only two earned runs allowed and we know the d-backs have bullpen reinforcements on the way with paul seawald closer from the seattle mariners but at least for this game d-backs bullpen impeccable perfect outing by the bullpen after ryan nelson departs this game d-backs pitching just mwah Chef's kiss, offense does just enough, and D-backs take game one from an NL West rival that they need these games from in the NL wildcard race. Yeah, this one feels much needed.
0: That's a wrap for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. We thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Now, with the trade deadline just hours away, you want to make sure that you are subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.